So welcome back everyone for season two of Breaking Barriers, a mental health discussion. As previously mentioned, my name is Shatina Hunter and I am the host of this podcast and I am super excited about the lovely, lovely, just wonderful, <laughs> magnificent guest that I got for y'all today. Her name is Miss Chanel Blanson, and I am going to let her introduce herself. So Chanel, let the people know just, you know, a little bit about you, who you are, where you come from, what you do, and all that jazz. Period. Um, my name is Chanel Blanson. Um, I'm from Oakland, California. Um, I graduated from Cal State LA. I mean, I'm sorry, Oakland School for the Arts. <laughs> That's how me and Shatina know each other. Mm-hmm. I'm a for the arts. Um, I'm a mother of two, and I make a living doing hair. Um, yeah, and I love doing music also. See, she just said she loved doing music also, like it's a little sprinkle or something. Oh, no. <laughs> she can blow. She out here tripping, and she can do some hair because she stayed doing little braids in my hair in high school and whatnot. Yeah. But <laughs> she definitely can sing, so we got to make sure that she highlights that. Yeah, so y'all can know the multi-talented person that she is. <laughs> um, and I'm super excited just to have her because, like she said, we've known each other forever, like since yeah. the age of like 15, 16. 15 years old I believe yeah so it's been a very long time because we definitely mm-hmm. both went to an art school and we were in choir together and we also danced together so that's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about she's trying to sit here and cut herself short and I, I'm not having it I'm not having it so today we are going to be talking about body positivity um which I feel is just a very important subject to talk about especially because you know the pandemic, people were talking about pandemic weight, like just all, all these different things. People would happen to be like more in the house, maybe staring at themselves in the mirrors more, maybe mm-hmm. more aware of things that necessarily didn't bother them before because their yeah. mind was focused on everything else that they had to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just want to make sure we can shed some light and let people know, like, we got to love our bodies, love ourselves, yeah. no, no yes. matter how it's looking, you know, knowing that we have to dig deep within and appreciate it because our body is working hard for us. 24 yeah. so giving it a little love to make things easier definitely definitely helpful yeah. so I know when it comes to Chanel mm-hmm. you know I do have some like memories in high school um to where Chanel like would say things of like wanting to be a little bit skinnier then she had a period where she did go through major weight loss journey when she was in college and then mm-hmm. after becoming the mother of two beautiful children you know it seemed like she really got into a period like you really got into a period I don't know why I'm talking about you in third person but you really <laughs> got into a period to where I just saw you blossoming over Instagram more and accepting more of just who you are mm-hmm. um and just loving yourself more as that instead of trying to maybe fit into a frame or a box of what you thought you needed to mm-hmm. um So I'm a little bit curious just about like, what do you feel like your journey has been like from a young age all the way up until now when it comes to weight, body acceptance, body positivity, and so forth? Um, it's been a very long journey. I'm actually still on it. Um, I have moments where I go in and out of being self-conscious about my body, but, um, you know, it. I didn't start really caring about weight and all of that extra stuff until I got in high school. Honestly, um, you get, you get. Sometimes you get 
too involved in how other people around you look. Right. And um, that definitely happened to me, especially when um, we started like dancing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just always would feel like the bigger person. I don't know like why, because I wasn't like huge at all. Like at all. But, but you know, when you grow up, you see things that kind of change your perspective a little bit and you kind of start thinking, dang, well, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not as skinny as I thought I was. Um, so when I went to college, I literally, like I started working out because it, it only amplified when I got to college, you know, ah. like more, of course, we're more mature in college, mm-hmm. you know, you got the, the football players and all like all the stuff all you know, the extra have, thing. Mm-hmm. yeah and we went to our school so we didn't have no like football, football teams all, we like, had no sports know? teams y'all right the, None. the arts <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't the cliche like it just wasn't like that so I already was like kind of looking at myself in high school but then when I got to college and it became like all that extra all the extra worries and everything right. else like I just kind of kicked into working out. Like it wasn't really, I didn't do it unhealthily. I just like really worked out like all the time. And I was like obsessed with it. I was like, I I, I can't, I can't be fat. I can't be fat. I can't be mm-hmm. fat. Like I used to always say, when I have kids, I'm going to do yoga. And that way I'm going to stay skinny and blah, blah, right. blah. But that's just like, not, not always the truth. So then I had my kid. I had my first daughter in um, 2014 mm-hmm. and when I had her, it wasn't until she was like one that I went into like this depression about the weight that I had gained. And, and it's crazy because you see things that people around you just don't see. So like, I thought I was huge, like after I had her, mm-hmm. but when I look back at those pictures now, like, I was I'm nowhere like in here. <laughs> No, I was nowhere near as, you know, voluptuous as I am now. And so it just, it, it got to the point where I was just like, you know, you keep looking back at all of these, you keep looking back at how you used to look and then having this realization that it was in your head then. So I just right. kind of start feeling like it's in my head now. Like I look fine and this is where my body is. I have my second right. baby when you have a baby like I just feel like the snapback thing that like a lot of these celebrities have going on and all of that it's just not it's not realistic for me at least because like everybody's body is different and I definitely didn't have that snapback that -hmm. everybody else had like I had a few extra curves you know a little guts like whatever I had two kids and every day I'm constantly trying to work on being healthy so it became yeah so like it switched from being skinny to like being healthy like yeah I want to be smaller I want to look better in my clothes I want to fit everything like I used to but I want to live long also you know Uh for my kids so that that is becoming right now like my main focus but I'm still battling with it like yeah I'm still battling with it but I'm not yeah, I'm not quitting on it. So like, you know, yeah. I'm cute to me. I'm cute right, to my kids. Really <laughs> I'm cute to my kids. You feel me? So it's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's 
that's really important. And I love the language that she said, instead of being like, oh, I'm fat, you were like all these voluptuous curves. Mm -hmm. because the, the words that we feed ourselves plays a big part too in how you're mm -hmm. defining your journey, how you're defining how you look rather than going with the words that society tries to place on people. Exactly. Um, and I think it's really great also that you said like, it's a shift of a mindset of like, okay, I'm not trying to like lose weight to be skinny or everything isn't just about losing weight. You just want to get to a place where you feel comfortable, you feel happy, um, right. and you're healthy overall. <laughs> right. And, right. and that's something that's just, I think it takes a long time to get there. And, and it's, it's also great that you highlighted like, okay, you're still on the journey. So it's yes. not like you just, popped up and just like got there and then it's like now you're done it's a constant decision for you to choose mm -hmm. to keep on moving in that direction mm -hmm. um and I did hear you say like you know of course growing up because I feel like high school just did a doozy on us all in just different yeah. ways when it comes to confidence mm -hmm. um in just different categories of our life mm -hmm. um but do you feel like you know there was something that kind of frames your way of thinking um in regards to going from high school to college until now um even whether it's something that you felt internally whether it was all just peer influences or even like in the home because i know in the home we can hear a lot of things too like you can't go away or yes yes or you need yes. to you need to yes. do something Sunday, right oh my god that's crazy because i was gonna say that like every time i would come home from college like, my family would literally ask me like are you doing drugs because they thought i was just like so so i'm just like y'all talk about me when i'm a little like when i'm i guess chubbier to y'all mm -hmm. and y'all talk about me when i'm skinnier so like either way it's just like i can't win with y'all so i'm just gonna win with me but like um you know i wanted to be a singer and right. so you see how successful singers look very few of them are curvy mm -hmm. so like that framed a lot of how I thought I was supposed to look mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah um yeah, yeah. it's I newer mean, now but like the like the the stand because people are like pushing it more like Lizzo mm -hmm. so it's like you know a lot more newer in your face like we don't care we're unapologetically ourselves type of thing yes. To where mm -hmm. 10 years ago like that wasn't a factor mm -hmm. um and there are a few more artists that I feel like even for me like I love me some Ari Lennox mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie I was a little bit upset at her when she lost weight I know that's super selfish because she did it for her but I felt some type of way because I was like Ari Lennox you know when I saw her I was like she got her little pooch like me like she doing it, she a little bit thick. She mm -hmm. a girl, she black with her natural hair. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you don't, you don't went and lost weight on the on the girl. Like, what I'm supposed to do? That? <laughs> I felt some type of way. Yeah. But you know, it's so important to be able to see people that aren't looking just so perfect in our face mm -hmm. all the time. And like you said, you wanted to be a singer. Yeah. And I know like that had to play a huge just doozy on you trying yeah. to keep it's, it's not like a keeping up with the joneses but it's just like not being taught, counted out the, yeah sound a certain way look a certain way do a certain this especially yeah. when we're dancing together like having to make sure you got enough energy you got the breath mm -hmm. you got the wind mm -hmm. and then so how do you feel like even that has like transformed even with it sounding like like you said your focus is more on like making a living doing hair so like how do you feel like it's transformed for you just those ideas that you have picked up with weight and trying to be a singer um well I guess I kind of stopped looking at it as 
I kind of stopped looking at it as like a competition and more of it being something that I do that makes me happy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that kind of helps. Like, I mean, I know that I'm talented. So how I look shouldn't really be anybody's business. I feel like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's, it's not really about the talent anymore. It isn't. But in my head, it is so uh-huh. that kind of just that kind of helped a lot like I don't know that that played a big part in the shit okay. just not thinking of thinking of it so much as something that just is just like a business and just you know and think mm-hmm. of it more as like it makes me happy I like to do it I feel good when I do it I touch other people when I do it and I yeah. just kind of hone in on that yeah yeah, I think I think that's important too. Just like I said, it's all about that that mind shift because I mean the messages that we hear growing up, of course, comes a lot from other people. I feel like when we're little, because like you said, when you were in, it didn't hit until high school because more opinions are on you. So when like we're younger, it seems much more like our like we don't care too too much unless we really just have people running on our parade about how we look it doesn't seem like we're so into that until we start hitting much more into puberty much more trying to like boys much more mm-hmm. trying to like you know mm-hmm. compare ourselves to other girls if we mm-hmm. are front and center performers we know people are always like looking at us um so it's so interesting just how like messages you can receive um as you go throughout your journey even like you said with your family being like well are you on drugs like what's how do you get this skinny like what do we need like, to how do you say so toxic, so right. toxic. <laughs> it's always an opinion about mm-hmm. if you're skinny if you're bigger I know because let me tell y'all like I will I know I was skinny in high school but I didn't know that I was skinty skinty like in the, when yeah. I was in the mirror I thought I had a little bit of booty you know I thought I had and then I saw you was cute there was this performance that we had and I know you remember because we got the picture there was a performance that we had y'all where we did Great America and we were dancing and Chanel and I was kind of like punk rocked out Mm -hmm. um in our little outfit in our red and black right and then so I had wore like this little kind of like overalls but it was like a skirt short situation with the because we had the fishnets going on and all this and I remember I had like a little uh cut off top because I remember like in dance they used to kind of like make me Maybe I dressed a little childish. I was kind of on the younger side than some of the other mm-hmm. dancers. So I need mm-hmm. to be a little tap in more sexy. So I remember this time I was like, well, okay, well, I'm not going to wear the shirt underneath um, the little crop top thing. So you could see my stomach on the side. And even though I was really skinny then and I had no stomach like I do now, <laughs> I still was very self-conscious. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's the most weirdest thing when I think about it. It's like, I would like look at myself and be like, oh, like, I think I need a little more meat on my bones because you can probably see my ribs just a little bit. And I wasn't underweight. I probably didn't hit like a hundred pounds until um, senior year over winter break. And that's because I went to Atlanta and ate some good old food. So that's mm-hmm. when I went over a hundred pounds. Before then I was like 90 something, but it's interesting to like have, at that time we were like super close, super best friends. So it was like, you're going through this experience of being like, I need to be skinnier and I need mm-hmm. this and you looked fine. I have been going through this experience, and mind y'all, we clearly never talked about it because I'm just not knowing this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going through my experience where I'm skinny, but I'm also like, I don't have 
voluptuous curves like some of the girls and then my mm-hmm. stomach is so flat that I was nervous and scared to even show my stomach and I had uh, not a stomach fat in sight and then yeah. I'm just like wow like your mind can really do a doozy on you to where no matter how you're looking it's like you never feel like you're good enough right and I don't know what are your thoughts just on that just that feeling like you're good enough because you have a daughter yes and a son like yes. so it's like body positivity works both ways Mm-hmm. and it's crazy I talk to um their dad about it all the time um especially like her being chocolate that's a whole nother right that's we gonna say that for another episode that's a whole nother thing <laughs> but um I don't know I just kind of <sighs> she's like really a motivation to like I don't want to ever put show her my ins- like insecurities because it's ridiculous you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's literally just all in your mind and so like I literally she definitely helped a lot with me like having to focus on what's real and what's just in my head what what tricks my head is playing on me and I really 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 had to hone in on that because your kids definitely see when you don't feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. so I I don't know if I'm getting off track I forgot what no you're fine you're fine just in regards to what you know you having kids and how that plays a part it plays a major part because I never, I don't want her to, I mean, I know she's probably going to grow up and not like every single thing about herself, but Mm -hmm. she might like, you feel me? Like she could. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of want to, I want to feed that for her. So in, in, in doing that, it helps me to, to look at myself and be like, are you, are you, um, you know, are you nurturing yourself the way that you are nurturing your daughter, the way that you want her to feel nurtured? And then with my son, like, I don't want him to grow up to be some shallow dude who just is like, "Mm, mm, mm, you're not skinny enough or you're not thick enough or you're light skin or you're dark skin. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. want him to be that. So they both really help me keep things in perspective. And, and, and it is, it's really important how you raise your kids. Everybody knows that. So Mm -hmm. it's, not really something that I can slack off on. And that really, right. really helps me um, to just keep keep in my head. It'd be hard. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It'd be hard. And, and, and dad will tell you, because I'll, I'll sit there and talk his ear off about the things that I don't like about myself, blah, 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 blah. But I'm always trying to make sure that they don't hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I need them to, I need them to love themselves. Yeah. For sure. And the love is there. As y'all can see, he kissed on his mama. He thinks mm-hmm. he's beautiful, and that's a, that's already a representation, you know, for him of just loving someone authentically because they love him back. Yes. Um, and and do you feel? Because I mean, like men also experience like eating disorders and body dysmorphia, and like basically seeing their body as something different than what it presents itself to yes. be. Yes. Um, and really feeling like you know fat and feeling like they can't love you know their curves and things of that nature. Do you think it it differs? you know, from just the messages um, that you say, because I know like for your son, it's like, okay, how he grows up and if he objectifies women, how he views women and what he can do. And for your daughter, just feeling very empowered. Do you feel like just society has a different way of how they hold the standard for men as well as for women, girls, as well as for boys. And then we have like, you know, gender neutral people. So that sometimes can, society just misses that whole population but yeah. just the message that's being feed, fed to people in regards to just body 
acceptance and what's more important for one side to consider than the other side? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it is separate, different, but at the same time, the same as far as like expectations, you know, like, um, men get made fun of for being a little chubbier. They definitely do. And, and I know that it definitely makes them feel like insecure and they don't just get it from men. They get it from women too. Like, you know, I just, it's probably different in a sense that, well, I don't want to sound, I mean, I don't know how it's really different to be honest with you. It, mm-hmm. It's not really different. I mean, like, it's just that society makes us think it's, di- it's different, but it's right. not different. Men get insecure. We, women, we might come off as a little bit more sensitive because men are raised to be strong and don't cry and right. don't, don't do this, this and that. Right. And, and just don't complain about it. Just do it. Like, I mean, we might be a lot more vocal, but I know for a fact that men go through the same exact thing. And I, I think that uh, it sucks that we don't realize that as a, as a society, as a world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, it's sad for men to be honest, because we're mm-hmm. a, we, what I will say about us is that we have like a little bit more of a safe place to express, you know, what we're dealing with, what we're going through. But if a man does it, then it's kind of like, uh, you're sensitive. Uh, you're right. gay. Like the stupid stuff, the ignorant stuff that people like to say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't want to say that it's harder for men because women, we go through a lot of, almost cuss. We go through a lot. <laughs> we go through like a lot, a lot, a lot. But mm-hmm. imagine not really being able to express that without right. the backlash and the criticism of being sensitive or, or whatever they, they're not allowed, men are not allowed to be to, mm-hmm. uh, to this world. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. And, you know, I do think that they do have a, a harder time because women, even when you go to a psychology class, like women are taught like, okay, uh, it's talked about women are more emotional. And, you know, even with becoming a therapist, it was like nine times of 10 is a higher woman population because they're more nurturing and just all these different things. And so it makes it easier to just have the space to talk, even though there's a lot of different just stereotypes that go um, against women and a lot of like society is fat phobic and things of that nature. And then, you know, even with like, you know, mom body, cause women have to birth the babies and then all the transformations that happen with that. Um, it's a hard thing to just kind of be able to express and talk about. Um, even at the same time, you know, when it comes to men, um, just being able to just know that you're right. They don't really have this space. I feel like a lot of different mental health therapists and communities are trying to make the space more for people to be able to like talk and express I've also seen a couple of books that have come out um and it's even like when I think of just um people that are gender neutral um or people that identify as women but are more masculine and men that do identify as men but are more feminine like that even gets confusing for them because just like society is already confused um just in how it wants how it portrays for a woman is supposed to be this. This is what you mean to be feminine. A man is supposed to be this. This is what you mean to be masculine. But when you are somewhere like in the middle and you're like, well, how do I kind of balance both of those out? And there's no clarity. It's hard to even figure out what that is. So then you sometimes, like people will sometimes go towards what they've seen. And then kind of as a result, they have to take on just whatever it is that that like if you're a woman and you're a more masculine then you dress up more masculine and you present yes. as more masculine and then mm-hmm. you take on more of like you know what the male population 
is being taught and what those stereotypes are and vice versa. So I just feel like I agree with what you're saying in regards to like, okay, everyone is kind of dealing with something and there's mm-hmm. a lot of ignorance that comes with it. And at the, mm-hmm. the bottom line is people just need to be healthy and people just need to be accepted. And, you know, we're already in society. We're like, shoot, we're taught to go to freaking McDonald's for like 10 burgers and three nuggets and like 55 sauces for $2. Mm-hmm. And then if we go to like the Nero bread, then our meal is like super expensive. Right. <laughs> so we're not taught at all that healthy options are the way to be able to go in addition mm-hmm. to it shouldn't even be that when you decide to eat healthy that's considered a diet right right like i just i'm confused <laughs> so yeah. i'm just like I, mm-hmm. i'm not understanding so mm-hmm. even with your options of what you're saying like okay at first like you were exercising like you were going in an unhealthy way you were just doing it a lot in the beginning Mm -hmm. exercising eating healthy um I know you would definitely track your journey on Instagram and then what Mm -hmm. you're doing now I do see you eating healthier options I do see you exercising but since the lens is different of you just want to be healthy what are some things that you feel like you do different now in how you're taking care of yourself versus what you did back then um well Back then, it was it was really eat, sleep, and breathe exercise. When I was in college, it was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it every day, and I was doing it, and I was running, and it was just like all about. I even was about to join the track team just to make sure that I didn't have choice. Like I was obsessed, but now I just I do what I can. You know, I do what I can. I mean, I'm more focused on I'm more focused on trying to create healthy healthier eating habits. Um, I work out like three days a week, but like. I'm focused more on like eating because I don't want to like eat myself to death like I I try to like right now I've like eliminated sugar I've eliminated flour it it, it's hard (laughs) you know how you said it's crazy that it's considered a diet but I feel like Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm definitely dieting because Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really want a burger Back when I was like working out all the time, I, I felt I felt like I knew that I can like go to in and out every once in a while and I would be fine. But like right now, I'm like really strict on like not doing the processed foods and the fast food mm-hmm. and the and it's just really, really, really hard. But like I know that my body needed a break from right sugar for a minute. So I'm mm-hmm. like kind of detoxing from that. But basically, I'm more. I'm more educated on like eating my way to health. Right. I mean, not saying exercising isn't healthy. Like obviously right. it's healthy, but I want my body to be healthy like inside. Like I want it to like yeah. naturally be used to good food, like healthy foods. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think that I think that back then I was just more my body was like, yeah, we work out. We work out. Like I I know that we're going to work out. But now I'm trying to implement, yeah, we eat healthy. Like, so that, mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. Like back then I didn't focus so much on like eating healthy because I just had a fast metabolism from working out. So right. I just, you know, I knew that I would be okay with, you know, some McDonald's every once in a while. Off. Yeah. But now it ain't leaving so fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of got to just kind of eliminate it for like for a minute. And my thought process is just, 
it's gonna always be there. It's gonna be there when you fast, it's gonna be there when you're skinny, it's gonna be there when you blah blah blah, it's gonna be there when whatever. It's gonna, it's gonna always be there. And so, like later on down the line, if I feel like one day, I, you know, I miss the McDonald's, then I'm just gonna go get it. So I just right. feel like that's the difference. I'm a lot more focused on the food aspect of it because right. I love food, and Listen, so I have I love to just food too. <laughs> it's sad. It, I be having cravings, but you know what? I want to teach myself that like you can do it you can be disciplined you can stick to something you can be consistent and it's it's just more of like self this time around like then it was like I felt like it was for everybody else like right I'm working out because when I go home I don't want everybody talking about you gained a lot of weight or like I want the boys to see me and be like oh she got a nice body or mm-hmm. you know I'm a cheerleader and I need to look good in my costume like I mean it was it's it was a different mindset now right. it's a whole new better mindset for me you know not right. so shallow yeah it's a little more healthy and it's yeah. a journey and I agree with you just it's, it's my dad always says because <laughs> you know I love food and it's so uh, <laughs> he, he always told me like you know um eat to live don't live to eat yeah I'm trying to trying to figure out how to like internalize that message more um and you know it's more so like even with like exercise I know when I would want to like lose some weight or people like you need to lose weight or because everyone was so used to me being skinty skinty Mm -hmm. right now I'm I'm not skinny I'm not super big but I'm not Mm -hmm. skinty skinty and then Mm -hmm. so um it's like seeing me like this was new for my family and and seeing myself like this I was like I love it I just would like a a flatter stomach but I know Mm -hmm. like even if your body like your body frame is not used to a lot of weight you can get more aches and pains and it's just certain things that you have to watch because it's not used to carrying a certain um amount of weight around mm-hmm. but like my focus if when I, I noticed if I really try and focus on exercising or something I don't lose weight but when I just start loving myself and just be like whatever like I don't care I'm gonna just live mm-hmm. and I'll lose the pounds like it's so mm-hmm. and I notice just like even with myself now I'm more focused on just be active like yes. I, I'm not trying to exercise for like an hour on end. I'm not trying to yes. me this. No. I'm just like, Tina, just remember to move. Like, remember to yeah. walk. Remember to stretch. Because when we set goals, like, like to a certain standard of how we think we're supposed to be caring for ourselves, how we think we're supposed to be exercising, how we think we're supposed to be eating, sometimes it sets the bar automatically too high. And then when we don't mm-hmm. hit it for that, like, we can have a bomb week, and the next week we fall off, and then we just like, oh, crap. Like, I right, so, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> we just dial on ourselves and then but if you just set like a more realistic goal then it makes it easier for you to add on top of those things right. so when I just think right. just be active it makes me more happy to be like okay I can go for a walk for 15-30 minutes as long as I did that and it doesn't have to feel like no you gotta pick up some weights you gotta make sure you're running you can't you pump iron yeah I feel I it. Just don't <laughs> I just don't have <laughs> And then yeah. so it's, it's, it is just part of the journey. And I, I know I heard you say like, just that depression piece and like the mental health piece of what you experienced just along um, where your weight journey has been. And do you want to say a little bit more about like, you know, how that has maybe transformed Like you said, sometimes you, you have your down days, like no day is going to be perfect, but just like, you know, what are the thoughts that you usually experience during that time? And how do you help yourself kind of come out of that funk? Man, and you know it's crazy because you can sink into that for a second and not even realize you sunk into it until you're like, damn, I'm I'm really sitting here like being toxic to myself. Right. Um, so like I don't know. I honestly feel like in those moments I just be like, where are my kids? Where they at? Where they at? You know what I mean? And it instantly mm-hmm. gets me out of like 
you can't be no hypocrite. You like literally cannot tell them to do things like love themselves and all of this when you don't feel the same way about yourself. Like that's ridiculous. And that's lying to your kids. And I just, um, I, I really focus in on that. And I, and it helps that my boyfriend is like right there. Cause I'm just like, I don't know, like, how can I put this? I, I care about what I think, but I really care about what he thinks too. And so like, that's real. He's very, he's very good with like reassuring me, you know, about like when I'm feeling real down and I start to like say stuff about myself that's not good and he hears me, he's always there to like come in and be like, wait, hold on, cause that's not true. Because like, you know, what are you saying about me if you feel that about yourself? You know what I mean? And um, I honestly think that um, having a having a little tribe helps me out a lot because like I said like they definitely like fuel me and they help me and I don't know how I would pull myself out of it if it was just me having to pull myself out of it because like I mean I've been depressed alone before and I've been depressed with my family and it's a lot easier (laughs) with them around you know what I mean um yeah yeah having somebody that's constantly up in me all the time rooting for you yes that helps me a lot that mm-hmm. I guess that is the major way that I pull myself up out of it when right. I feel it right and it's just the fear of going back into that place where I was really just like where I did not know how to pull myself out of it yet and so I just really was like in it and felt like I was anyway like when I felt like I was doomed like when I felt like this was gonna be like forever for, this is how I'm gonna be for the rest of my life mm-hmm. man that was a scary place but having somebody that you can really like express it to and feel that way with and have them pull you out of it that would that would have to be my biggest biggest aid to getting out of it when I feel myself slipping a little bit you know yeah right it's like being your safe space it's all it's Mm -hmm. it kind of seems like he serves as like that little angel voice that's like Uh to give you like a Uh little bit more of a push to help you reframe thoughts at a time where maybe you're having more difficulty reframing your thoughts or reminding yourself how beautiful you are reminding yourself of the positive qualities um Mm -hmm. and support is something that is just really important i always encourage people like have a support team um Mm -hmm. if you don't have a support team always with you 24 7 like i'm always like okay get the people you care about the most and the people that pour into you in a positive way have them send you voice memos or record Mm -hmm. something that's you know their voice on the phone so when you're down and out or Negative thoughts can be really hard to control. And like you mm-hmm. said, you can find yourself, you done tripped up in it and didn't realize mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. now I'm in this hole. I'm gonna get out. Mm-hmm. So being able to like say, oh, like I have a message on my phone from someone who cares about me and just allowing that to pour into you. Or even like, I know you said it can be hard um, oh. when you're by yourself and not really having messages. And usually mm-hmm. I feel like that's when people gotta unfortunately fake it till they make it. But it's kind of like the more that you fill your environment with positive sayings, it does do something. Even if you yes. don't believe it, it, it right. makes a huge difference what's mm-hmm. in your environment and what you're mm-hmm. feeding yourself, what's going into your, your subconscious mm-hmm. brain, it will have an impact. So even doing things such as affirmations, putting them affirmations. I don't know if people watch Being Mary Jane, but I watched some seasons and that she she would have them so putting things on your mirror putting things on the back room on your phone having little reminders your laptops like whatever it is I feel like that people need to just pour some love over their soul when they're struggling it could be something that's really helpful because 
you know, sometimes people may not have the most supportive um, group of people in their life and they have people that's just kind of kicking them when they're down. Um, and so I always try to say like, you know, that's when just like people setting up their environment can be great. Or even if like what we're looking at on social media, check your social media feed. If you're looking at stuff that's not filling you up, we have more control over social media than we really think. I feel like we really for real control us more. <laughs> so it's like delete those things. Get rid of the yeah. people. Like yeah. you know, pay attention to what you're watching. What are you watching on TV? What music are you right. listening to? Like if you're part of the the skinny crew, like maybe you don't need to be listening to music that's always talk about volume big booty Judy. Like I don't yeah. know, but it's just like really yeah. paying attention to what's being poured poured into you. Um, and I do believe that when you have a support system that is saying positive things, I think it's so important for us to just accept those positive things. Cause a lot of times we'll fight back and be like, but no, don't you see this stretch mark? But no, don't you see this? But no, I don't look at me today. Right. But no. And it's like, no, like sit with it. Just say thank you. Like I needed that. Let it sit, let it marinate. Mm-hmm. and try not to just push back against mm-hmm. it. Do you feel like you ever have moments where like your partner say something and you in your mind you like I don't know what he see he tripping but <laughs> but you know you may still accept it or do mm-hmm. you feel like you give him some pushback like nah <laughs> that, that that's not what I need to hear right now mm-hmm. I don't know what you're definitely. looking at but that ain't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely be having the moments and it, it, I know it annoys him but I mean it is what it is. It's, it's the reality. Shoot. Sometimes you're going to, sometimes you're going to feel it. And sometimes you're going to be like, nah, that's not, mm-hmm. that's not what I see. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Do you be having that? Those moments? I definitely, <laughs> I definitely, you know, like with my, with my partner, with my lover, I stay, I stay all the time talking about my stomach just because it's a new thing for me to even just have a stomach and then so to have one mm-hmm. over the last couple of years like I said I'm fine I don't and honestly I'm not even a person that I don't want a six-pack I've never had one in a six-pack yeah I just want like when I suck my stomach in a little bit I just want it to be there like yeah. I feel like I'm bloated all the time because I'm eating things I'm not supposed to like so it's just always just yeah I don't like the way that it looks mm-hmm. but I just want to shave a little pounds off it but I know you can't spot do spot reduction you got to kind of yeah. lose overall body weight but yeah. I want to keep everything else yes <laughs> so I'm just kind of like when I am looking in the mirror or like um if he looks at me and I'll be like oh my gosh don't look at me because this or I'm like oh I feel like you know no my stomach is like this or he just sees me in a light that's like I'm the most beautiful creature that just walks the face of this earth and he'll kiss my stomach for all he cares like yeah he doesn't see it he sees it as more of an appreciative thing like I have a stomach that's working for me there's people in this world that have to have tubes in them or different things in order to be able to have like you know their body work for them like you know mm-hmm. I'm able-bodied for the most part and then so just being appreciative and I'm always saying like you know it, it's not as bad as like you think it is and just focus on like your health like he's a super part of like if you want to do this I'll help you do this if you want to do that I'll help you do that there's a lot of times where I'm like I can't like hike like this is hard but he'll try to like keep me encouraged like let's keep going yeah. let's try to do this mm-hmm. if you really want to you can't just stay in the house but anytime I feel like <laughs> like I know <laughs> I am now right now be honest y'all like I got a double chin same <laughs> and um I feel like I've had it since like I was in high school so I feel like it's a part of me but like now it's like when I do certain things you can really see it and yesterday I was just really subconscious about it and I'll be honest 
I was looking at some celebrity from some show that got their face sculpted, and I was telling him, like, I'm gonna do face sculpting one day. Are you Just talking like, about Housewives? Yes. I saw that. I was like, I don't need the rest of it, but mm-hmm. just fuck this out because I'm just, I just, I just can't do it. And mm, I definitely he, clicked the link. Like how much? Literally, literally. <laughs> and I'm just like, and he like thinks it's cute. So like he decided to tickle it to like make my mind <laughs> go away Aww. from like being down in a dump about it because it's like, it's noticeable to me, but he sees it as like, just embrace it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I think you, I'm just going to play with you and make it more of like a lighter matter instead of yeah. being down in the dump about it. Yeah. So I do think that it's helpful. Like when we hear, like when we're negative or we're saying having somebody right there to just be like, nah, like that's not it. Like you're very, very beautiful because yeah. the world needs more of that. Even sometimes when I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. I still feel like, yeah, I'm still just like, I appreciate somebody authentically and unconditionally loving me as I am. Like, you know, and I don't have kids yet, but even I'll joke around and be like, you know, what about when I get this mom body and mm-hmm. like, I'm probably gonna think you even more sexy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they like tend that to. make such a huge difference. Yes, they tend to think that you're more sexy when after you have your baby. It's really crazy. Mm-hmm. and during oh my gosh yeah mm-hmm. yeah and even for you just like because of like you know you saying it's like you have a mom body and it's something to be appreciative because I'm not about to lie to you like there's a population I don't know about other cultures but I know in the black community um I, I haven't even heard like you don't have any kids yet so like your stomach <laughs> like I like as if there should be no reason I have a stomach because I don't have any kids yet right and that's and not like that's so so ignorant <laughs> it's yeah. so ignorant so it makes me think for people that like you know are moms because like you said that snapback is real there's always celebrities posting like snapback this snapback that or they just have to like I'm always looking at Sierra and I just be like well mm-hmm. that girl like what mm-hmm. the heck and then so like you know, for like people that, you know, are moms and that's a huge transformation that you're doing for your body, having kids, you got to breastfeed, you know, um, people get stress marks on their stomach. People have extra skin on their stomach because it's stretched. Like, you know, all these different things, like how do you feel like, do you feel like your love has grown for your body and all this provided not only for you, but for your kids, for your family? Um, and do you feel like that's kind of added to your appreciation of self as well? Yes. I mean, like, I was able to successfully house two people. Like, that's something to be, that's something to be very, like, proud about. You know what I mean? So I kind of just learned how to be nicer to myself. Like, girl, you had not one, not one but kid, two. but two. And they were C-section. So literally, uh-huh. like, you had to get cut open. And, right. like, my boyfriend always be like, they put your organs over here and then they put I'm them done. <laughs> So like I went through a lot. Like it's crazy. I saw something that said like people love your body when it's carrying when it's a big belly and they think it's so cute right. and they want to rub it and they can appreciate it. But then as soon as you know you have those beautiful babies, all of a sudden your body ugly to people. Like it's yes. just it's ridiculous. So I just I like I know what I went through when I had my babies and you know it's not as easy to lose weight when you've had C-sections in your in your stomach uh-huh. especially so like I mean it is what it is that's it definitely has helped because honestly I just have this like it is what it is mindset like yeah. I have moments where I'm like hey like I do want to go back to being 
like skinnier Chanel, but like, I mean, if that never happens, as long as I'm like healthy, I will be perfectly fine. Cause yeah. girl, I'm cute. Yeah, period. Who? So I'm not really, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's real. Just making sure like our internal voice, you know, even when we have the support system, it's really working on our internal voice because mm-hmm. I always say like your brain could be your best friend or your worst enemy. It's either mm-hmm. going pick you up or it's going to tear you down. And so really mm-hmm. being able to build up just how we really view ourselves, no matter what's going on, no matter what stage of life we're in, because the reality is we all going to change. I know celebrities, like even when you mentioned like the face sculpting, like they got the money to do all that. And that's exactly. like a representation of there's things that they don't like about themselves either. Like there's mm-hmm. things they want to change. There's things that they fear. We're all going to get older. We're all going to get wrinkles. We're all going to sag in certain places. Our bodies is going to change. You know, things aren't going to look the way that they looked when we were younger. And that's just the reality of it. And, you know, because the world is just so warped to like, it's not even just valuing people that naturally look a certain way, but even like the Kylie Jenner's, no shade to Kylie, but I'm just saying Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, it's like a lot of what basically they, they have, like, you know, they paid for. And then mm-hmm. so being able to kind of notice like, okay, they paid to look this particular way, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner. And it's like, the everyday person can't necessarily do that. So it kind of is harmful to people when it's like, not only is society praising people that naturally look like that, but you also praising people that don't naturally look like that. Right. And still making everybody else feel like they're right. left out. And then, so it's just such a, such a doozy of, and that's why I like, like, who is it? I think it's like uh, Tia Mari. I think like when mm-hmm. she shared like her pregnancy journey and her, like, I love when people are just so down to earth with things and just kind and of honest. like, hey, yes, hey, it is what it is. Like, let me show you this. Let me take a picture of this. I'm embracing mm-hmm. myself along the journey because all of us are going to go through it. We're just all going to handle it mm-hmm. in different ways. Like yeah. nobody's body stays exactly the same. Even if you're right. the same weight, things are still going to start looking a little bit right. different, whether it's how right. elastic your skin is, whether it's if you're darker from suntan. Right blemishes freckles scars whatever the case everybody's body changes and i kind of just wish that the world saw that yeah instead of everyone just needing to obvious. be perfect mm-hmm. very obvious i don't know i feel like they, the world is just a cruel place and they just choose not to honestly and that really sucks yeah. that's why it starts in in your home like and that's why right. I'm trying to raise up my kids to not be so shallow and not be so materialistic and not be so like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And do you feel like there's any particular things that you say to yourself or that you say to Callie or Cash or even that you say to your partner, you know, as just uplifting words, like things that you feel like you usually say to just uplift y'all and the way that y'all look and who y'all are because not only like it's body positivity a thing but I know like you mentioned earlier in the conversation like Callie is a chocolate little girl so Mm -hmm. it's like all these layers that people have to face with not only like you know uh how the weight of your body but also like you know if you're a black person and you know if you're a person of color and just you know all these different if you have to even care for your body in the way that you need to care for it so do you Mm -hmm. feel like there's just certain messages that you just say to yourself and to your family just to make sure that y'all are good and trying to be uplifted day to day man I just gassed her 
randomly, all of them, <laughs> randomly. You fine. You look good. You look cute. I love you. Like all of that, all of that, all of that helps mm-hmm. even for grown people, mm-hmm. even for, for this man up in here. Like it, it works. Like I, I don't know, just random stuff. You look good. Like every day before my daughter go to school, wow, you are just so cute. Look at mm-hmm. you. Everybody's going to love your hair. Everybody's going to love your outfit. You just are so cute. You're so cool. Like I constantly have to tell, even my son, he'll, he, and it's crazy because like, he looks for it. He's only two. Oh. Like he gets dressed. He walk in there to show you his outfit. Mommy, do I look cool? Yeah. Like he looks for it. And I'm just like, yeah, you look cool. Like just reassuring and like letting him know, like, yeah, you de- actually, you do look cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad that that's his first mind. Like, I know I look cool, but let me go see if my mom thinks so too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just know that it's working. Like it's working even for my two-year-old, like, yeah yeah random stuff I just make sure that that they know like be confident in whatever you do and whatever you have and however you look and whatever you choose to put on however your hair is whatever you got going on like be confident because I didn't always have that at all Mm -hmm. like yeah Mm -hmm. so if you if you don't know I'm gonna tell you you look good today yeah, yeah, that's real. And it starts in your home. Like, you know, I mm-hmm. definitely agree. Even with even with my partner, I'll definitely be like, oh, you look fine. Mm-hmm. Let me stop <laughs> looking at you right now because this is too much for me. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like all into that. And even with like, you know, our friends and like family members and people that are close to us, even when I hear them say things like they're down on themselves, I try to just be like, you're so beautiful. You're amazing. Or even just go even beyond the looks and I'm just Mm -hmm. like think of all the wonderful things that you do like you're such an amazing person these are the beautiful qualities that you have like Mm -hmm. really just kind of like reminding all of the different areas that make us into beautiful beings yeah um even when I have like my clients I'll definitely I will tell them like all of the great things about them so that they know shoot if anybody else saying this to me my therapist is saying this to me right I'm gonna let you know know. Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I think like all of that is just very important and I'm even just so like I know like one of my another quick question that I have is like you know I have locks and I know your kids have locks and so uh-huh. your partner have locks and do you uh-huh. feel like anything has changed just in like because I know we already know like how society in the world can view uh-huh. black hair and so sometimes having locks can be viewed in a more negative way than positive and so I'm curious if you feel like you've had to put anything extra on top of just the level of confidence or if they get anything that they hear from other people about their hair um, because of going on the lock journey. Well, the crazy thing is that my daughter asked for locks. Uh-huh. She requested locks. I kept saying, you sure you want to do that? You sure you want to do that? Because once they lock up, you know, like you can still style them, but it's not going to be no more like, you know, you can't wear it straight, can't wear it like, you know what I mean? It's going to be right. some things that you you can't really achieve, right? Like, or whatever, like, you know, you can do a million styles, but mm-hmm. the, the straight hair that you like to do when mommy presses it or whatever, we ain't gonna be able to do that. And mm-hmm. she's like, yep, yeah, I'm fine. That's what I want. So I, I really don't even have to, everybody in here got locks by choice, except for, except for my son. But <laughs> everybody here in here got locks by choice. So they know that their hair is amazing. Like even starting from them being tiny little, Mm-hmm. shrivels like you know what I mean like 
I, I, I like that my boyfriend embraced the entire journey. Like his used mm. to be so itty. <laughs> Listen, we both went through that journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I was stressed in the beginning, but <laughs> like now they're just so like, they're just nice. mm-hmm. long and just like, it's, it just adds to his like look. And it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah. So, um, it's just, I, I kind of admire them being able to embrace the journey the way they have and just knowing that like, yeah, it might, it might be a little, you know, it might be what it is now, but in the future, it's going to be this. you like, you know what I mean? Right. It's crazy that my six-year-old is able to conceptualize that. that like yes she she knows like she looked at uh holly and chloe yes um, that's what made her want her mm-hmm. hair like that and yeah i admire them being so patient also because i tried it and i might have had my little starter locks for two days and i was like this no. ain't it <laughs> i can't I, i'm ready for him to lock up and be the be where like you know be at that stage where they just so super cute but like i can't go through this part like, I, right. I don't know i can't go through that part but yeah they 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 got locks by choice so they they confident in their hair around here yeah and i love good. to see it mm-hmm. that's good and that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing and you know people are like sure what the heck does hair have to do with body positivity everything because everything. It's <laughs> and it looks it goes right. with your whole look and right like chanel saying it's like all these journeys it's highlighting again no matter what you're doing with how you look it takes patience it takes mm-hmm. a, a choice from you. It takes building confidence. It takes not caring too much about what other people think. It yes. takes like, you know, you being able to be like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. I'm focusing in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to have some flexibility with what that journey is going to look like, but still mm-hmm. appreciating it along the way. And then, so that's why I definitely wanted to pull out like, okay, how's the life journey? Because that the hair world has its own, which I have an episode on that in season one, but the hair journey mm-hmm. has its own, like, you know, things that come with stereotypes and how a person looks and what they're doing. It's just always something. That's what I'm talking about. The society. It's always something. It's be thrown in the sink, washed up, <laughs> laid out to dry. We just gonna start all over because yeah. it's, it's just too much that's going on. But yeah. I was just a little bit curious about that. And I know, like, you know, one of my ending questions is just more so, like, when it comes to if you could look back at younger Chanel, like even starting from high school, because you know at the pivotal point that things just begin to change. Like, what do you feel like you would say to her and people that either have children that are in high school or younger age, or even people that need to say something to that younger version of themselves within themselves that's going through the same thing? Um, What do you feel like you would say to her now that you've gotten to this point? Man, um, I would probably say this ain't gonna last forever. You're you're definitely gonna get to a point where you're happy about how you look in all aspects. You're gonna be fine. Um, man, I would probably tell her you're gonna have a fine boyfriend. So don't even trip <laughs> off these dudes. Um, you will have two beautiful kids. I don't know. Like I would just tell her that everything is gonna be okay. So like, yeah. really, because it was a lot of times. A lot of times when I was younger, when I wasn't too sure if everything was going to be okay. So like, yeah. I would really just reassure myself that you're going to be good. So don't even worry about it. Yeah. Oh, that kind of gave me a little like heart. <laughs> Everything to just hear you say that and hear yeah. you just kind of like reflect on 
your younger self and all that is that she endured and all that Mm -hmm. that she went through and then Mm -hmm. you're just getting to this point in your life and like you said like your future is bright it's continuing to be bright Mm -hmm. um but even more so for 14 15 16 year old Chanel like let her know like things are gonna get better like things are gonna be okay like you know it's the only way is up from here and continue to just figure it out you know from there and also being able to just get to the point of you know you defining for yourself because I'm gonna tell y'all Chanel was a little popular like she's a little popular (laughs) so so being able and that adds a whole that's a whole nother conversation for another day because that just adds (laughs) when you popular in school like and everybody love you and everybody like it just can it's add pressure. more eyes yes a lot pressure. of pressure, pressure. More eyes sure. everybody looking at you everybody want to be like you everybody and so everybody always it. expecting you to be one way and you just like i like it, it's stressful mm-hmm. it's stressful mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. being able to just kind of like get to this point and transform because that comes being popular comes with a lot of views a lot of frames mm-hmm. of like you said, how you're supposed to be and how you're supposed uh-huh. to present yourself. And so getting to this point now is a beautiful thing to just hear you reassure. Just because we all, we still, we still all have our younger self within us. That sometimes yes. it'll, our younger selves will come out a little bit, you know, show itself just a little bit. And we have to just kind of give the little gentle love and care. Um, yes. So that's such a beautiful thing to hear you just say that. Thank you. You're so welcome. Okay. And I miss you, girl. Yeah, I miss you too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and more yes. There's always love here. And I'm so happy and grateful and excited that you were able to, you know, just be on this, be on this episode. I was yes, we finally like, got it right. Yes. I was thinking of like, what can we what can we talk about? But I knew that I really admired you just embracing just yourself. Um, and that meant a lot, you know, for me to be able to just see and just see you shine in this particular way. Um, and so I do want you to, I want you to be able to tell people like, okay, you said that you got a hair business, let the people know, give, give your spiel. How can they contact you? Where you at, you know, access you. Oh, follow me on my hair page at Nelly hair. That is at N-E-L-L-Y hair. Follow me there. That's where I do all my hair business. You can follow me on my personal page. I would love that too. That's at Watch Nelly. But don't come on my personal page trying to talk to me about hair after I just gave you my hair pain. That's not because that was really that is my pet peeve. But you know what? I'm still nice. Follow my hair page if you want your hair done. I'm in LA or follow my personal page if you just want to be friends. Yes. And y'all like she could do some hair like listen she just got better with time okay the skill was already there and it's been there but i look at videos and i'm like she did that (laughs) so i think that that is absolutely amazing and like i say y'all you know y'all okay so here's the thing y'all probably have heard her sing and y'all ain't know that she was singing because she on some records that y'all probably already know of in the background 
I'm not gonna put her on too much blast, but I'm just saying, like, she is on some people's records, and people's records that be like in in stores. I've heard it in stores, like you know. I've also heard things on the radio. Like I've heard she, she back there. You just don't know that it's her. You know, her and my partner also have some songs. They got a fire. Let me be quiet because he's gonna be mad if I. They got a fire old song. I'm trying to tell y'all the talent is there, even more so to where what was we playing? Okay, we was don't be mad at us, but we was going through a little chanel moments and we was listening oh to it. you should have told me you were like that it was oh my wrong before i said goodbye <laughs> we were listening to that and we've been listening to um back in so when i thought uh, I you. <laughs> we've been grooving to that the songs that i never put out <laughs> listen y'all those are some hits and we we literally sit here and we're like Chanel was before her time. Like, if Chanel came out now with this song, like, she's sleeping on her talent. Like, Damn. literally, you were, be- like, those songs, if we think of, like, what's coming out now, we're like, she was creating sounds. That was before her time. And she's just as good as Seven Streeter, Ariana Grande, like, you know, all these, Nor- Normani, like, that sound is there. And we just be like, you know, we don't need her to. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's gonna come, I promise. <laughs> yes it's gonna come as long as you don't give up on just all the loves because you have the space to do everything that your heart desires and that you want to do and i'm pretty sure that your partner supports you in being able to do those things too because i know that you support him because y'all he's a singer too i'm not gonna put them all on blast but <laughs> i'm just saying just want y'all to give love and give support because this is not only a platform to talk about mental health but it also gives an opportunity for us to stay connected within the community because we all have different things that we're doing that I love to be able to just highlight and put people on, put their businesses on, um, give people an opportunity to have resources um, and make connections to people that's in the city near them. Um, And even just see that there are people out there that are going through experiences that you're probably going through that you didn't even know. We're going through these things just because of, you know, what you may see or what you may think or assume this person is going through. So I really appreciate you just taking out the time. And I really appreciate y'all just sticking with me through another start of another season anything that y'all haven't been able to watch so far go back like watch like i am giving if people are listening to this podcast if people are listening to any podcast feature that i've been on i am giving out so much gold i'm not even trying to hide mm-hmm. myself sometimes i listen to episodes and i'm like girl you're giving away heck information <laughs> but literally i want people to have access because i get it everybody can't afford therapy and everybody can't afford to be in a mental health space so i try to do something that's just a way to give back that all you literally have to do is either get on youtube or put get on any type of podcast platform any podcast mm-hmm. platform and just listen and find something that can help you think, feel, be, and live a little bit more lovely than what you're already doing. So y'all make sure that y'all continue looking for these episodes. Go to www.alwayslivelovely.com. Tap in with me. Stay tuned. We have a lot of lovely different topics and different things that's going on. And I may even like, you know, I may bring people back from time to time because there's lots that people can talk about. There's lots that we can do. I definitely don't want it to just be conversations now. The, the, the always little lovely community said they want a variety of things. So I might have a little music mental health powwow. You know, my mm. company, we don't know. Yes. That's I'm why there. y'all gotta stick around. Y'all I'm gotta there. stick around. <laughs> All right. So I really enjoy you and y'all just stay tuned. All right. <laughs>